welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Sorry about that, folks. I had to turn the feedback off so I can't hear myself talk. But uh, you know the drill. Here we are again. Uh, new episode, a new day. Today we're going to talk about... Well, let's see. Yesterday we talked about how to sew, and that uh, that is still a bit frightening to me. Um <laughs> So now we're going to talk about how to foam and, um, you know, really just like my experiences with foaming and, and being a beginner in foaming, uh, foam armor, the whole, the really, the, uh, the, the more that I learn this season, the more that I see that EVA foam, EVA foam, EVA foam, however you want to call it, like it really did revolutionize cosplayers ability to get a cheap and and easy to manipulate material to make costumes like before that trying to make something out of leather or trying to make armor out of something that was not foam uh plastics or molds like injected mold like just it was even more challenging and more just difficult than it is i mean and it's still challenging to work with but not quite as much you can do a lot with foam the thing with foam is it can get a little bit messy when you are trying to make something and it can get a little bit jagged. There is a learning curve, like anything else, to working with foam. And it's really like, you know, fungineering. Um, if I can use that term on the air, I don't know. Is that a copyrighted term? I hope not. Going through and engineering, uh, making patterns and, and making things that fit you, customized fit for you, which is really hard. I mean, fortunately, I have a very good source with Geek Ethos that... They're they're just very good at making foam armor and they're very good at sizing it correctly for you. But that is not that's very unusual. It's very rare, at least in my opinion, it is. I'd say most people who create foam aren't necessarily making it for other people. I'd say most of us are just making it for ourselves, and we're doing our best. And you know, once uh, once you get it foamed, we'll talk about the painting tomorrow. And again, um, this is in a very general sort of a way. We're not we're not giving you like all the inside tips because unfortunately I'm just not good enough at all these things to tell you like exactly how you need to do things and having it be audio that would be even harder because trying to explain to you all of these techniques and procedures and just how you get used to doing things of course like anything else you get used to it by doing it you just learn by doing and the problem can be is that it can be really scary to get started because you have to spend money on all of this stuff and if it doesn't work the first time second time third time fourth time fifth time if you just aren't getting any better at it for a while it can get a little expensive and it can make you just want to not do it <laughs> so allow yourself to learn how to do these things you know i guess the younger you start the better because me being my age and trying to do these things it's not easy uh, my brain just doesn't like it anymore and try, trying to do well anything really like i'm you know let's let's take on cosplay at 36 you know like <laughs> patterns are probably the easiest way to get started of course you can you know make a pattern on paper and then you can put the paper on top of something that's made out of or some piece of foam and you can trace you can you know figure it out from there if you cut out the piece that you need and then just trace around it make it and then shape it so that is really all there is to foam right and of course you can always go to other podcasts and you can find out lots about foam because there are cosplay podcasts and cosplay uh, youtube channels out there that really dig deep and deep dive into foaming and painting and weathering and all these really important things that go into cosplay making if you are making foam keep your patterns because that one-of-a-kind piece is 
possibly going to get damaged or, you know, maybe he want, just want to remake it or have spares. Having spares is always like, I don't know. Uh, I think they make fun of that in like the Batman, like Batman Begins. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, at least we'll have spares. You know, he buys like thousands of uh, little pieces that he can use for his costume so that they don't get suspicious that he's building a vigilante costume, that he's doing something else with all these materials that he's buying. So he buys tens of thousands of things, but that's, uh, it's just kind of a funny cosplayer meme because yeah, it's like we only ever buy one and we should probably buy like 10,000 because you know, it's going to break. And over time things just wear down and break down and then you end up having to buy more. So it's really, it's very lucrative for the uh, people who surround the community because they are always going to be making money (laughs) on us replacing all of our stuff. It's a lot of prep. It's messy. The glue can fail. Things can fall apart. Then get too hot. Then get too cold. So you have to be prepared. You have to understand that there is a learning curve. It is a journey and it is not easy to do. And it can also take its toll on your back. And I really do. That's not a metaphor. It really being hunched over a table. uh, I don't really, you know, maybe it's a little easier when you're like 19, but when you um, add 20 years to that and you're sitting over a table for a long period of time or if you're on the floor or if you're just in an awkward position and you're cutting out foam, there's only so long before you just start to ache. <laughs> and, and that is part of it too. It's, you know, that can be, it can be grueling to try and make something out of foam, especially when you are in one position and kind of hunched over something for as long as you have to be to create it, especially the first few times. So that can also... You know, when you're putting pressure on your back, can also discourage you from wanting to do any more. Uh, I'm not, I'm not covering any real like heating and cooling methods or set times or any of those details. Again, there's tons of literature out there. You can go to places that talk about all things foam. There are many experts in this area in cosplay. I am not one of them. Uh, you know, anything, uh, layering, building big pieces, you know, the, the armor torsos, the huge breastplates and things like that, that you build, uh, the, and really even more than that, like building a transformer out of foam is crazy and, and really to me just impossible. And it's always, it's just amazing to see people at the, um, at the cosplay contests that create these giant monster cosplays out of foam and a few other things. It's iterative. Okay. Like, I, I think that's, you know, maybe where I will just end today's cast is to say that it's, it's an iteration. And I think I've, I've kind of gone into this already saying that you got to do a 10, 15, 20. You know, you're going to, uh, just like YouTube, you make 100 bad videos and then you start to improve. You know, it's, it just takes a while. And you want to, I guess you have to also want to make things better. You have to push yourself to, not get comfortable like uh, penmanship often does. You know, the, the one thing that never improves with practice is our signature. But this can get that way. You really have to be into it. You really have to want to do it so that you don't end up wasting a bunch of money. Even after you get the foam done, okay, <laughs> you're done You're done with the armor and you've got it together. Now you have to, like, primer all of it and paint it. So we're going to talk about some of the frustrations that come up tomorrow in painting foamed armor or just painting in general and cosplay so that is all i have today folks thanks so much for listening this is the heroes of cosplay sanctuary podcast the links are in the notes and i will see you tomorrow bye-bye